Shalom Ubracha, we are up to Yumadaf. Pei Aleph. Now, before we get to our new Mishnah, we said that you, that food and drinks do not combine to reach the shear of, of the Isser of eating on Yom Kippur. Who says that? Let's machlek us. We're passing like Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua said, when it comes to Tumas, so you have Tumas Mace, which lasts a week. You have Tumas Shratzim, which lasts a day. And then you have within Tumas Shratzim, different Shiurim. Within Tumas, some things are Chayev for just eating a Se'ira. The other one is Chayev for a Kazayas. Rabbi Yeshua says that in order for someone to be chayev by being mitztarev, by combining two different foods of tumah, they have to both be the same shear and the same type of tumah. Rabbi Nachman says that, you know, even the Rabbanan who argued with Rav Yeshua could agree here on Yom Kippur that the drink and the foods won't combine. Because maybe they said over there it would combine by tumah because Toma is Toma is Toma is Toma. It's all Tome. But over here, the whole Isra on Yom Kippur is to be Miyashi, the Das of the hunger. And over here, combining drinks and liquid does not supply that satiation. Now, in our new Mishnah, it says if someone ate and drank in one lapse of Avera, then that both the eating and the drinking are included in one Chatos. However, eating and doing malacha, even if it was in one swift time frame, that's going to be chayv two chatois. If someone eats foods that are not roy to be eaten, or if he drinks a drink that should not be drink, drunk, or if he drinks this fish dip, which is supposed to be a dip and it's not meant for drinking, he's going to be potter. Now the Gemara, the, the entire um, Peya Aleph and Aleph discusses where might we find an, an Azhara, a warning in the Torah that tells us to be ma'ana ourselves in the Kippur. Why doesn't the Torah say alav for Inuyan Yom Kippur? It just says, That's an Asay. Meshlakish answers that there wasn't a good way for the Torah to write it out. If it would have said, don't eat, that would have meant the Isser would begin at a Kezayas, because Achila is a Kezayas, and by us, on Yom Kippur, the true Shir is a Gregeris, a Keseves. If it says, Loisa don't afflict yourself, that sounds like you should go ahead and eat. So we have three propositions as to what maybe the Torah could have said. The third one is actually pretty good. First, Revoishia says, why doesn't it say, Hishamer pen Loisa the issue with that is that Hishamar and Pen sound like it would have been two separate lavin, and there's only one lav. Rev Bibi, or the Shlo actually says it's Rev Bebai, Bar Abaye says, Why doesn't the Torah use a lashon of Hishamar bimitzvois enoi? Problem is that the lashon Hishamar could mean be careful and do it, or be careful and don't do it. If it just said Hishamar, there's a mitzvah enoi, that would have been an essay, that's not a lav. And finally, Ravashi says it should have said Al Sasur Minu Inoy, and the Gemara lands up with the Kasha on that one. The says Yom Kippurim says that maybe you know when the Gemara says Kasha, Rashi and Sanhedrin tells us that it means that there is an answer, and potentially the lashon of 
Al Tasar Minu Inoy. Don't turn away from Inoy. Sounds like you should start your Inoy on Erev Yom Kippur. And we know that on Erev Yom Kippur, it's actually a mitzvah to eat, which we're going to get to in a little bit. There is a Brayasa that learns the Azara of Inoy from the Pasuk of Yenisim Esnafshar Seichem. The Pasuk finishes, So don't do any Malacha, which sounds like even when you're doing Toysvah Yom Kippurim, if you do Malacha then, it would also be a chayv kares. No, the puzzle comes along and says, which tells us that only on the actual day of Yom Kippur is there going to be an Isra kares for Malacha. Maybe if someone does a Toysvah Inoy, he starts his afflictions before the actual Zman Yom Kippur. Maybe over there there is going to be kares. No, the Pasuk says, Ki chol The, the Kares for Inoy is only on the actual Yom Kippur, not on Toysus. Inoy. Okay, maybe there's no Isser Kares. But maybe there's an actual Chiv not to do Malacha before Yom Kippur starts. No, V'chol Malacha Loisasu tells us that you only have to stop doing Malacha on Yom Kippur itself. You know, the truth is that we have a Kalvachaymer that Enoi should start before Yom Kippur. There should be Toysvus Enoi. Right? Because Malacha, there's an Isa Malacha on Shabbos and Yamtiv. And there's no Enoi on Shabbos and Yamtiv. If there's Toysvus Malacha, there should definitely be. If you're not Chayev to do a Toysvus Malacha by Yom Kippur, you should definitely not be Chayev to do a Toysvus Enoi on Yom Kippur. Okay, but how do we know the actual Azhara? For Enoi, how do I know that the Torah doesn't want us to avoid Enoi on Yom Kippur? Well, it doesn't say Oynish by Malacha. It doesn't say that there's courage for Malacha. We learned that out from Enoi. And Enoi doesn't apply on Shabbos and Yom Tif, but it still has an Enish Kares. Malacha, which is Chayev on Shabbos and Yom Tif, should definitely have Kares. So that's where we know Enish Malacha. So why would I need a Pasuk to tell me that you're Chayv Kares? But we have a really strong Azeras Shava. It's called Mufna. When these Psukim are absolutely extra, they're not being used for anything other than, than to secretly tell us a message through our Azeras Shava. By Kares it says, Enoi. So we know that the Chiyuv of Inoy comes with a Kares punishment. We also know that this Kares by Malacha. Now Malacha, you're not Chayev unless the Torah tells us not to do Malacha. So so to Inoy, there must have been an Azara intrinsically Minatayra, even if it's not straight out in the Psukim. The Kamar says that's not actually the greatest Xerashava um, because I could slug it up. It really has to be super Mufne because I could say that Inoy has no exceptions. Well, Malacha, it's called Hutra Michlala. There are exceptions to Malacha. There are times when you are allowed to do Malacha on Shabbos and Namtiv. So they're not entirely comparable. Inoi is more airtight than Malacha. Well, you know why it doesn't say Kares by Inoi? Gemara says because you can learn out Kares of Inoi from the Kares of Malacha. Flip it around. Malacha which has this, these exceptions. It's Hutra Mechlala. And that's Chayef Kares. So Inoi, which is even stronger, of course it's going to be Chayef Kares. Yeah, but then why would the Pasuk need to tell us 
Kares by Enoi. We have a Hekish that is Mufna, an open Hekish. Because by Enoi it says Kares. And it says that there's an Enish for Malacha, Kares by Malacha. Just like Malacha has an Azhara, it also has a Lav. So to Enoi must also have an Azhara, the Torah must also have an intrinsic love for Enoi. Uh, Malacha applies in Shabbos and Yamtiv, and Enoi doesn't. That's not the most comparable case. And now we're going to try a third shot. Ravina says, we learn out from Etzem, Etzem. Uh, these two words have to be Mufna, because otherwise, we can break up the comparison by saying that Malacha applies also on Shabbos and Yamtiv, while Enoi does not. And it's more makel because it's Hutter Mechlalai. Has exceptions. But Etzem Etzem is actually Mufne. They're open. They're extra words entirely. The Torah says five times Malacha. Don't do Malacha in five aspects. By day, by night, Kares by day, Kares by night. And that fifth one is coming to tell me Enoi as well. The very small learns differently. They say, that it says by him Kippur Lashon Enoi. And it says by Narahame Urasa, the Lashon of Enoi. These are comparable in what way? Well, Narahame Urasa has an Einish in the Torah. So, so too, Yom Kippur must also have an Azhara in the Torah. Even if it's not straight out, we know that the, that the Torah has a love for Enoi. Rebbe says you can learn from Shabbos. Because Yom Kippur is called Shabbos Shabbosoy. Just like by Shabbos, there's an Azhara. So too by Yom Kippur, there's an, uh, there's an intrinsic Anhara, Azhara. Your Papa says, learn it without the Xerah Shava. Just the fact Yom Kippur is called Shabbos should tell me that it has an Azhara just like Shabbos. Now, Rav Papa makes perfect sense. Like, why would you use Xerah Shava when you don't have to? Why didn't Rav by Yaakov learn it from Yom Kippur itself? He wanted to learn by Yom Kippur from Vinisim Snafsha Sheikhim Betisha Lachoidesh, that it sounds like the ninth day of the month, ninth day of Tishrei begins Yom Kippur. No, so the Pasuk also says Ba'erev. Ba'erev sounds like it only starts at night, so Betisha tells me it should be earlier. Wait, so what? How do you work out it being at night, but also starting the day before in the ninth? Alamai. You're supposed to start fasting on the ninth day. What does that mean? Toisvis Yom Kippur. Add on a little bit before dark on the ninth day. How do I know that on Matzi Yom Kippur you should also do a Toisvis Yom Kippur? The Pasuk Ami Erev. Ad Erev. And you know what? The Pasuk says that not only does this apply by Yom Kippur, the Gemara says it's also by regular Shabbos. It says Shabbatoi. I don't know Yom Tov also from Shabbat Chem. Whenever the Pasuk says, Shabbos, Shavus, that tells us that you're supposed to add on from Chol, drag it into the Kedusha. And this is a big raya that uh, Taisa Shabbos is Medai Raisa. Yeah, big kashas on those that hold that it's not. Now, if you're going to learn out the Azhara from the Gezerah Shav of Etzem Etzem, and not from Shabbos Shabbosos, what do they do with Tishalach Hoidesh? What's that telling me? This is telling me like the famous, famous drosha of Rav Chia Barabo Midifti. 
who said that this lotion of the ninth day is telling me that anyone who eats on the ninth day, it's as if he fasted on the ninth day and on the tenth day on Yom Kippur. Rabbi Nuyoyna brings down, a, in, in Shari Shuvah, brings down a few reasons to eat on the ninth day, either to show your excitement for the pending kapara, or it's, this is your Sudas Yamtiv of Yom Kippur, just you can't eat on Yom Kippur, so you do it on Erev Yom Kippur, or maybe it's to get koyach for davening. Shemalei Alekat says it's actually to create more enoy, because you'll be bloated going into Yom Kippur, and then suddenly you're fasting, that sharp contrast makes even more enoy, so it's a chilek of the fasting. Now, the next part of our Mishnah says that if someone eats something which is not meant to be eaten, he's potter on Yom Kippur. Rava says that chewing pepper or chewing ginger on Yom Kippur is potter. That's not eating. It's not meant to be eaten. Oh, Rameir says that when it comes to Arla, the Pasuk says, Varlasam Arlasam is period. Why does he need to tell me? That they're fruits of trees. Obviously, trees are... Fruits come from trees. What was that passage telling me? It's referring to pepper, where the tree itself tastes like pepper. And that's coming to tell me that it, it that even pepper is chayv and arla. And Agavit says over there also that Eretz is not missing anything from the passage of Loi Sechsar Koba. But that tells me that pepper sounds very much edible. Gemara says there are two different types of pepper. When it is... Fresh, it's a food, but when it's dried out, it's not, and you'll be patronim kipper. Ravina has a similar question, name of Rav Nachman. When it comes to honey ginger, himlosa, that you're able to make a bari priyadomon, which sounds very much like a food, but again, that's only talking about fresh, but dried ginger would be patronim yim kipper. If someone eats the leaves of reeds or the buds of grapevines, he's chayev on yim kipper. What are the buds of grapevines? Mechleikas of Yitzchak tells us it's whatever sprouts between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Of Kahana says, anything that sprouts within 30 days. Now after that, it already, already turns into wood. That's not food. There's a brisa that goes like a Yitzchak that says that it's from anything that sprouts between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Now from the fact that our Mishnah picked out two foods, tzir and murais, these fish dips, these interesting foods, those are the ones that are potter. It seems that vinegar would be chayiv. And this is going according to Rebbe, who said that chaymets, that vinegar is mesh of the nefesh. It would take away from the inoy of Yom Kippur. Rav Bar Menashe says that we don't paskin like Rebbe. And when people heard about this, they started making these vinegar drinks for Yom Kippur. And it was the greatest fast ever. <laughs> Rav Gidl heard, he said, whoa, stop it. You think I was telling you that you're allowed to drink vinegar lechatkila on Yom Kippur? And even, even the, the, that which you are allowed to eat, drink, because we don't pass it like Rebbe, you can have a little bit, but you can't start chugging vinegar. And you're definitely not allowed to dilute it with other drinks, with water. We'll start a new Mishnah tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for learning with me.